Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with the long-awaited Omnia Sar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she is finally back after being away since Before Eid. Eid. <laughs> since Eid. It's been a good two weeks, but she's finally back, and she's back to give you all the news that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Yes, indeed. It's definitely good to be back with you right here on air. Coming up on today's show, we're talking all about the UAE and how the first driverless taxis are going to be hitting the road in one of the Emirates. What are those taxis going to be bringing us as citizens? What should we expect? We're going to be giving you all those details and so much more in just a bit. Yes, and we're not done talking about the UAE just yet as we will be talking about the new mobile app that was launched for early detection and even prevention of fire right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. In the world of applications, Facebook is making headlines as we discuss how they're going to be giving us as users a new way to see all of our friends' posts without necessarily having to rely on the TikTok feed that has been very much prevalent on Instagram. A lot of people hate it, including myself. So I'm excited to see how we can change that reality on Facebook. Yes, and Elon Musk's SpaceX does break Starlink's annual launch record with the 32nd mission in 2022. Uh, I mean, we do know that Starlink and Elon Musk's Starlink has been, you know, very prominent in the Ukrainian crisis right now. And, you know, they've been launching satellites all over the world right now. So going to tell you about that 30-second mission in just a bit. Yes, indeed. In the world of weird tech, the creepy AI is making headlines once again. A lot of people didn't actually know what a chatbot is until they've heard of the headlines of one Google software engineer actually coming out and saying that the AI chatbot was becoming a little bit too dark for his liking and a little too smart. Now, Google has chosen to fire that employee. Is that actually them covering up on a much bigger issue what's what's the drama behind all of this we're going to be giving you all those details in just a bit lots and lots is in store right here on the show so keep all 75 locked and we'll be right back technologic daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world in many emirates right here in the uae driverless taxis have become a new norm people see them on the road and sometimes they even wave hello when they just move on with their lives now new emirates are going to start including driverless taxis and we're talking all about the emirate of dubai actually creating a digital map for their first driverless taxis to hit the road now a lot of people may be wondering why is it important for us to have a digital map well that's because we need to ensure that these driverless taxis that are being operated by ai are are safe to operate next to human-driven cars. So this digital map is going to be paving the way for the first driverless taxis to go ahead and hit the road. And this is going to be a major step forward for the UAE's autonomous transport strategy. Yes, now two Chevrolet Bolt electric vehicles that are equipped with sensors and even cameras are going to be used ahead of the wider introduction of high-tech taxis this year. Now, the Dubai Road and Transport Authority did say that the public-private partnership with the U.S. company Cruise was, was the first of its kind worldwide. Now, the RTA, RTA did say that the Cruise vehicles would initially be used in Jumeirah and driven by special drivers. Now, we have been seeing, you know, electric vehicles on the road a lot lately and ever since, you know, the crave and wave of Tesla. A lot of them have been around the world and especially right here in the UAE. So why not let, you know, the taxi companies start driving one as well? Now, the vehicles driven throughout the city will also collect data, which is then used to create and maintain 
a navigable map for autonomous vehicles. So again, you know, we do need to feed this information to these vehicles, to the AI, uh, and, you know, implement the machine learning as well so they know how to navigate the roads of the UAE and Dubai safe and easy. Yes, indeed. Now, let's look at the long-term vision because long-term, we're looking at 2030 being the year where we start seeing autonomous modes of transportation basically enrolled 95% of the time. So we're looking at 25% of total trips becoming more and more autonomous. And back in March, the RTA actually announced plans to go ahead and begin the testing of driverless taxis as part of their partnership with Cruise, which is basically the majority-owned autonomous vehicle subsidiary of General Motors. And they would initially have 10 vehicles in operation. So they started the testing back in April, and now we're looking at the UAE becoming the first country outside the UAE to go ahead and operate those self-driving cruise vehicles in fulfillment of His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid's vision that the Emirate of Dubai and the UAE go ahead and always work on becoming the first place and the best city to live in and work in as well. Yes, and again, we have been looking at trials for autonomous taxi services in Abu Dhabi back in November as well. And uh, we know we did look at Tik Taxi, which is, uh, you know, it says it's named Taxi, but it's spelled differently. It's T-X-A-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, did complete its initial trial phase with more than 2,700 passengers booking the service. And that was, uh, you know, according to the G42 subsidiary Bayonet. And again, we are looking at, you know, self-driving project to be tested on public roads in the capital of Abu Dhabi as well. And again, we are looking at, you know, in the whole entire country, you know, driverless taxis and autonomous vehicles being implemented right here in Sharjah in the university city. We did see autonomous buses as well, taking students from and to the dorms to the university and back. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. What do you think about, you know, driverless taxis around the country? We are taking a short break, and when we come back, we're talking all about a new mobile app that is launched for early detection and even prevention of fire right here in the UAE. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about mobile apps right here in the UAE that are launched for early detection and even prevention of fire. Now, users can monitor and even control the system remotely and receive an early warning on the person's phone. Now, UAE authorities have launched a new mobile phone application that does enhance the security and even safety of our homes and other properties by facilitating the control of the system and even receiving fire alarms at any place and time. Now, it is called Hesentuk for Homes, which is a smart fire alarm app, which is launched by the Ministry of Interior in collaboration with its Salat for early fire detection and even prevention. Now, the Intelligent Command and Control Solution was launched all the way back in 2018, and it was used to monitor and detect fire and smoke alarms in commercial buildings and even residential apartments. Yes, indeed. Now, crisis management is a very important skill to have, and the UAE has definitely been at the forefront of trying to find all all crises before they even begin, whether it is fires, uh, earthquakes, you name it. There's always been a lot of systems in place to help us as residents feel as safe as possible. And so this uh, solution was actually launched back in 2018, and now they are actually going to be optimizing it so that it can work in the best way possible. So officials have actually been saying that this mobile app is characterized by its usability because it basically allows great ease when it comes to browsing, 
interacting, alerting, and responding to inquiries. And so we're looking at quickly being able to find out exactly where are the certain, we can say, red flags for a fire starting out and going ahead and putting it off before it spreads. We're also looking at digital participation. So if you as a user, as a resident, go ahead and witness a fire somewhere or the beginning of a fire anywhere, you can go ahead and alert uh, the responsible parties mm-hmm. before they even before the fire even goes ahead and starts um, we're looking at documenting personal data of the citizens and residents as well and so this application overall is going to allow us to monitor and control fires at a much faster pace and look at all the early warning signs so that we can go ahead and be able to put away the fire before it even begins. Now, the Hasantuk mobile application can easily be downloaded for free from the Apple and Google Play stores. You can find them by simply Googling and looking up Hasantuk. It's spelled H-A-S-S-A-N-T-U-K. Yes, now we have been looking at a decline in fire incidents and even you know fatalities, and that was attributed to the increase in fire safety and prevention awareness among residents and obviously the installation of smart fire alarm systems, also known as uh, Hasentuk, and it's been in homes and buildings across the country. Now, as of last year, the application has been installed in more than 26,000 homes, and that also does include 10,800 for underprivileged families in the UAE over the last three years. Now, the chief of civil defense in the Ministry of Interior did say that the average response time and access to fire sites is around six minutes, which has effectively contributed to safeguarding human lives and protecting their property. So we're looking at a record-breaking response time, and inshallah, we will all be safe from these fires. Now, we also, ladies and gentlemen, officials have warned, you know, always remember that, you know, Check your faulty wirings in your homes and other establishments and not to use plugs with loose wiring and even cheap cable extensions because that can result into a shortage or a voltage. And then, you know, we do know a big portion or big percentage of fires happen because of an electrical fault. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about Facebook, giving users a new way to see all of their friends' posts. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95. I must say, I do feel very angry. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, Adam Mazir, you name it. Instagram has been looking really bad, honey. I haven't been spending time on it at all, honestly, mm. because it feels like TikTok. And no hate to TikTok. I just don't like the, the concept of, of scrolling through Copycats. TikTok. Copycats. Yes, exactly. And so now Facebook has kind of been becoming the same for a lot of users. I'm not a heavy user of Facebook, but I've heard from a lot of people that they've been hating the TikTok style of feeds as well. And now they're going to be giving us as users a new way to see all of our friends' posts. A lot of people have actually been very frustrated with the whole new style of feeds that are being forced upon them. And now they are going to make it a lot easier for us to get the chronological order once again. They are trying to intensify their competition with TikTok, but these changes that have been offered and announced for all of us as users on Thursday will give us two different perspectives. On one hand, you can go ahead and see the usual feed, which will show you basically posts that are selected by the algorithm. And on another hand, you can go ahead and pick your feed to be exactly the way you want. If you want to see your friends' posts first, you can go ahead and do that instead of just seeing recommended posts and friends' posts all at once. Yes, and again, you know, we have been seeing a lot of changes in how, just like Omnia mentioned, there would be two perspectives 
You know, but many users have expressed, you know, frustration with the feeds forced upon them by Facebook. Uh, you know, and, you know, a lot of critics uh, have been saying that they have blasted the algorithm for spreading, you know, a lot of misinformation and creating polarizing echo chambers. And, you know, we kind of seen, you know, the spread of misinformation originally happened when, you know, uh, former U.S. President Donald Trump was in office. And again, you know, uh, a lot of these platforms did have to, you know, recalibrate the algorithm. But again, we are looking at these new options and how they are actually designed to address complaints from users who believe they have been missing interesting posts because Facebook's algorithm did omit them from their feeds. Now, we are looking at how Facebook is giving users the more control at a time when it's been very struggling to grow. That is partially because other social media such as TikTok have become very popular in recent years and, you know, it's more among the young generation. Now, in that return, it is making it more difficult for a corporate parrot company, Meta, to boost in profits from the digital ads that appear in these users' feeds. So again, we are looking at how Facebook is struggling to, you know, be with the times. But ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know what you think. Is Instagram, Facebook dying? Is TikTok and other applications taking over? We are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about SpaceX breaking Starlink's annual reach launch record with the 32nd mission of 2022. Connecting to Wi-Fi has become a whole new experience as we started looking at satellite links. Mm -hmm. We have witnessed Starlink actually become a lifesaver, especially when we're looking at countries and remote areas where we don't have necessarily all the perfect infrastructure to be able to connect to the internet. It has become a lifeline for people even suffering through war. We've seen during the Ukraine war how they have been able to stay connected with the world by using Starlink's satellites and help. And Elon Musk has definitely been taking all the fame for it unapologetically. And on Friday, he actually came out saying that they have officially broke the record for the number of rockets that have been launched in a calendar year. He has officially topped last year's slate of 31 missions amidst a whirlwind campaign to go ahead and launch its very own internet satellites into orbit. Yes, and to let us know about this monumental accomplishment, obviously, Elon Musk did take it to Twitter and he did tweet, Congratulations to the SpaceX team on a record number of launches. Mr. Musk, SS SpaceX's chief executive, did tweet about the mission, which did deploy 46 Starlink satellites to low-orbit Earth. Now, he also did say on Twitter that Starlink service is now available in 36 countries. Now, the mission did take off from the company's California launch site at the Vandenberg Space Force Base. Now, Space, SpaceX has so far launched nearly 3,000 Starlink satellites to space, and Friday's mission does keep SpaceX on a pace to reach its goal of 52 orbital missions by the year's end, and it will be nearly doubling its annual launch cadence with the reusable Falcon 9 that SpaceX does say can be reflown up to 15 times. Now, Elon Musk's SpaceX does focus more on sustainable energy or sustainable use of missions and of rockets when it does come to sending satellites to space. Now, we're all looking at how SpaceX has launched, you know, Starlink satellites into space quicker than its rivals mm -hmm. in the satellite interrates. And we are looking at, you know, operators such as OneWeb, OneWeb, and that was due in part to Falcon 9's rapid reusability and the edge associated with one or using in-house rockets. Now, we do know 
Now, there's a lot of, you know, competition going on with all these billionaires regarding, you know, who's going to make it to space first. And it does seem that Elon Musk is at the forefront when it does come to the filthy rich <laughs> trying to get into space. Yes, indeed. Now, one thing that has definitely, I'll give Elon Musk credit for, he has normalized interplanetary travel. Mm -hmm. We've definitely seen a lot of people looking into space tourism. It's become a new norm. Back in the day, we've only witnessed countries sending rockets to outer space, but not necessarily humans for just touristic uh, missions. So that he can definitely get credit for. But everything else he will definitely use for his very own PR. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think of internet satellites? And have you ever, you know, have you ever imagined that we would actually be connecting to the internet through satellites and not necessarily different infrastructures that has to be play in place mm -hmm. right here on Earth? We'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, we'll be taking a very short break. But when we come back, we're talking about a very interesting story. One that has definitely made headlines for a very long time, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and now it's making headlines once again. The AI that went rogue actually caused the Google software engineer mm -hmm. to basically be fired out of Google. Why did that happen? What's the drama behind all of this? We're going to be giving you all this and so much more. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, Google has fired the software engineer who has claimed that an AI chatbot has become sentient. Now, Google on Friday did announce that it has fired Blake Lemoyne after, you know, he said that the company's controversial or conversational chatbot has become sentient and does claim that they are wholly unfounded. Now, he did reveal his dismissal in an interview with the Big Technology Newsletter just hours after his firing, which did stem from his revelations back in June that Google's language model for dialogue applications, or better known as Lambda, which is a system for building chatbots, has come to life and has been able to perceive or even feel things. Now, the Alphabet-owned internet company did say in a subsequent release to the media that despite long discussions, he, did, he does still choose to breach company policy regarding confidential matters. So, again, you know, this did make headlines in the beginning of June, and a lot of people on uh, social media were going crazy, saying, this is the beginning of iRobot, and this is where, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, these AI chatbots go rogue and start, you know, having a race or having a war against the humans. So, uh, you know, Google mm -hmm. didn't like that. You know, the senior engineer went out and, uh, you know, in Arabic, they saw it, <laughs> so, yes. you know, taking out the dirty laundry. And, uh, you know, they fired him. Yeah, exactly. Especially because, um, according to Google, if as an employee, go ahead and share concerns about the work that you're doing, especially when it comes to artificial intelligence, things don't go smoothly always. Then they have to review you extensively. And when they did do that with Blake, they found out that his claims that Lambda is actually sentient is wholly unfounded, that there was no reason for him to worry and worry the world around him. And so they worked to clarify that with him for many months. These discussions were actually part of the open culture that helps them innovate responsibly and so after you know diving deeper into this topic they decided you know what he is still violating clear employment and data security policies that included the need to safeguard product information and they went ahead and fired him 
Yes, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people, you know, uh, said whether or not, you know, he deserves it, you know. But again, uh, when you're doing uh, going against company policy, uh, you know, you got to be ready to face the music. And unfortunately, the music was horrible music. And, you know, a lot of people on Reddit, uh, you know, took it to the fact that saying that, hey, uh, you know, maybe this AI chatbot is rogue. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Mr. Lemoyne was actually over-exaggerating this whole ordeal. And, you know, I personally believe that, you know, it was he was exaggerating. And, you know, when looking at the chat logs uh, between Mr. Lemoyne and the AI chatbot, I could see that, you know, it's just a chatbot saying random things. You know, you say it, potato says tomato, you know. So obviously it's going to, you know, formulate ideas and formulate feelings. I do it with air quotes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, regarding the topic. But I personally don't think that it has been sentient. I believe it's just an AI chatbot doing what it's supposed to be doing. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. Uh, you know, this does mark the end of Future Talk for today. But we will be seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.